Welcome to Hostel Homies, a podcast focused on the best parts of backpacker culture. I'm your host, Joe Glasgow. Each week I sit down with a new guest, ranging from the people I meet while I'm abroad to professionals who work in the travel industry. Listen along as they share hilarious and inspiring travel stories, unparalleled recommendations on where to go, and tips for seeing the world on a budget. For Hostel Homies, it's all about the journey, the destination, and the people you meet along the way. Hello, Hostel Homies. This episode is brought to you by The Hostel Group. Visit thehostelgroup.com and support hostels by booking direct. Hello and greetings from Switzerland, where everyone is incredibly trusting and you don't know whether to speak German, French, or Italian. Welcome to Hostel Homies, episode 30, the first episode recorded on this two-month Euro trip. I'm three weeks into it, and I've already met some incredible people, including our guest today. Before I introduce her, I'll sort of dissect how we met through this trip. Uh, after an expensive but fun few days in Dublin, I went to grab a seven-year-old beer at a bar in Temple Bar. I stumbled upon a pub with live music, which is redundant in Ireland because apparently every Irish person has a beautiful singing voice and their establishments love to showcase that, which is great for someone who loves music and drinking. So there's the singer at the bar and then not many people watching besides four women surrounding him, shouting every word to the Oasis song and requesting red hot chili peppers. So of course I think to myself, I have to be friends with these people. And they ended up being the most common type of Irish people I met, which were Germans. Honestly, like every person I met was from outside of Munich. Uh, I just struggled to meet Irish people when I was in Dublin the first time. Uh, so they uh, they were actually going to a Decemberist concert in Dublin, which is a band from Portland, where I'm from. I always trust those coincidences, so I joined them for a trip to Galway the next day, and then a trip up to Belfast the day after that, where I decided to stay. Uh, this group of four Germans were awesome, and I very much appreciate them driving me around and uh, speaking English around me. For the week I was in Belfast, I saw a lot of awesome things, but two things stuck out in particular that I think everyone should do. Number one is do the self-guided Van Morrison tour. There's a whole fan-created walking tour through Van's old neighborhood uh, with playlists of his old songs that coordinate with the area that you're in. Next week, the Hostel Homies website and blog, hostelhomies.com, will be released. Uh, It's about time. Uh, On the blog, I will post a link to the walking tour, as well as the Spotify playlist link for the tracks. Uh, Number two place to go in Belfast is the Dock Cafe. It looks out onto the water where the Titanic was built. This place is beautiful. Uh, Obviously in Ireland it's raining a lot, so it's this cozy, warm cafe that's pay-as-you-wish. You know, everyone who works there is a volunteer, so they're happy to be there. It's just comfortable couches, beautiful art, and nice people. Uh, I went three days in a row, and the person who recommended this place to me is our guest today, Emma Watson. Emma and I met at the Global Village Hostel in Belfast, where she currently works. Our conversation was recorded at the Botanic Gardens at Queen's University in Belfast, so these bird sounds and nature sounds are all very real, along with the sound of a lawnmower that you'll notice kind of comes in at the end. Enjoy the conversation with Emma Watson. Hello, I'm Emma, and I'm from New Zealand. I'm 19 and I decided to travel because I really had no clue what I wanted to do after school and so I worked in a bookstore and I thought um, I might as well do something with my time and 
work and save some money. I'm travelling at the minute to to discover myself, to find myself, to have some kind of idea about who I am as a person. Yeah. Yeah. I think you figured this out early because a lot of people don't realize they need to find themselves or travel until much later in life. So I think that's very good that you're 19 and you're going, oh, I need to figure this shit out now. Yeah. So you started in New Zealand. You were working at a bookstore to save up money for travels. Yes. And yeah, yeah. you're planning on taking how many years before going to university? Well, I thought I should apply for a, a working visa. So I got a youth mobility visa before leaving New Zealand. So that allows me two years to travel in and out of the UK and also allows me to work and I can get entry with no questions asked. And so I thought, however long it takes me to find myself, I have at least two years and nine months on top of the mobility visa. That's a good amount of time. Yeah. Like two, two years, nine months, you'll find out something about yourself at least. Exactly. You'll find out a few things. Have you learned anything yet? You've been here for about three weeks? Three weeks, yes. Anything that you've noticed about yourself, noticed about the culture in the UK, uh, noticed about the people out here? The people are very friendly, especially in, here in Northern Ireland and yes, Belfast. Completely. There's a warmth about the Irish. Yeah. It's a very cold place, but very warm people. That's right. That's, yeah. that's lovely. Yeah. yeah. And about myself, I think I've learned in the short time here that it's okay to not have a plan. Mm -hmm. It's okay to just take your time. And if you're not happy in a place, it's more than okay to leave. Yes. Because I first started out traveling from New Zealand. I hadn't traveled by myself before, mm -hmm. so I was off the plane feeling really jet lag. And I, I felt kind of lost mm -hmm. because I, I didn't know how to pick myself back up yeah, from sure. First, fatigue, travel fatigue. Yeah. It's, yes. it's common, it's hard to explain that feeling, especially your first time, but everyone gets it, but it is impossible to crack. Like you don't know what you're supposed to do when no. you're in that position. No. You're like honestly, like right after you get off the flight, you're exhausted. Mm. There's, a, there's a sense of culture shock no matter where you're going when it's abroad. And you just feel confused. And I, I don't know, like I, I always doubted my decision, right? Yeah. When I got to a place, I'd go, oh, fuck, should I yeah. really yeah, be yeah. spending this money? Yeah. So you're in that position. Yeah. Semi-lost. semi, semi Semi-isolated. Yes. Um, it was my first week in Edinburgh. I thought I needed to get out, get out of the hostel, mm -hmm. have some fresh air, and uh, just enjoy, enjoy the time as much as I could while feeling this way. Mm -hmm. And so I went um, along the botanical path in Edinburgh. Mm -hmm. I was looking for a park bench to kind of just perch on, just to enjoy the scenery and look up at the the Edinburgh Castle on the hill, which was quite a beautiful scenic landscape. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. What a perfect place to sit. Ah, oh, it was really nice. I sat on a bench, there was no one on the bench, but on the other side of the bench, there was this um, elderly man, and he, he was quite a character. And I sat down and he said, oh, the sun's gone behind the clouds. <laughs> <laughs> he, he initiates the conversation mm -hmm. and I said, oh, well, come back, it's just gone behind the clouds. And we started talking and he said, oh, what's your name? Where are you from? And I said, Emma, from New Zealand, traveling solo. And um, he said, I'm Ernie. I'm Ernie from Canada and I'm, I'm visiting. And it was actually this time last year that I sat on this very park bench and someone of your age sat on that bench that you're sitting on now. No kidding. Yeah. And he said, he said would, you, would you mind if I drew you. Mm -hmm. Later on I found out um, 
after he did the sketch of me looking at the castle on the hill, um, that he's an artist. Yes, but at the time you just thought this was some random asking dude from for, a, for a portrait. <laughs> just trying to go full Titanic yeah. on you. Yeah, ninety-year-old yeah. man. <laughs> like I know this is gonna sound weird, but are you down to be drawn? <laughs> Can I draw you? <laughs> but you said yes. You. I said yes reluctantly, uh -huh. but surely I said yes because I was in Edinburgh feeling lost, and this this could have been my answer, mm -hmm. and. I, I said, yeah, yeah, please, please draw me. And uh, he drew me. He showed me when he finished and it was like a rough abstract drawing with Crayola pencils mm -hmm. that he picked up from random stores yeah. um, in charity shops, How was he it? said. It, he was brilliant, he was yeah. amazing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely amazing, he has such detail. So that was nice. And um, still feeling quite lonely and lost he asked me if i'd like to join him and his daughter and his son-in-law um for a coffee at this bookshop cafe oh that's sweet this is right after he. this drew is you. right after yeah. he drew me because yeah. he was on a tight time schedule uh -huh. but we got on really well we connected and we could talk and this is just a man i met in the street uh -huh. on an overcast edinburgh day <laughs> in a park yeah on a bench <laughs> and so i went to the cafe mm -hmm. with him and we we passed the bookstore he was really into old modern classics. Mm -hmm. I like reading. I yep. love reading. He said, "Have you read Have you read Breakfast at Tiffany's by uh, Truman Capote? Cap Capote. 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 We we <laughs> one of us should know. <laughs> I like how you're holding the book, and both of us are like, Ah, <laughs> Truman Capote. <laughs> Truman Capote. And I said I hadn't. Mm -hmm. He insisted to buy me this book and at that I, I was just having my coffee. He went downstairs, he hobbled down the stairs with his little walking stick and he comes back up and he, he's holding this book. And he wrote in it for you. And he wrote in it I for me. I can't really tell what he's no, saying. It's a bit... It's, a bit, <laughs> it's um, old man handwriting It's for old, sure. artistic old man handwriting. <laughs> <It's really> <laughs> <laughs> um, but he writes in here, he says, to Emma, at... New Zealand, a corrupt coffee, Ernie. Ernie was his name. Mm -hmm. A nice little note to you with the book. And we, you and yeah. I talked about this, how giving someone a book as a gift That's, yeah. is a really nice way of giving someone advice in an almost like subconscious way or yeah. an almost passive way where you've read a book that's helped you in the past and you give it to someone else mm. so they can get the message instead of you just telling them like, hey, you should uh, listen to yourself more and maybe you don't know, do this. It's like, oh, yeah. take this book. And the answer's in the book. And the answer's in the book, yeah. yeah. And so you're, what are you, a quarter of the way through it, halfway through it? Yeah, about... Have you found the answer yet? Have you found what I, Ernie's trying to tell you? I can't say I've found what Ernie's trying to tell me uh -huh. quite yet, but I, it's very well written. It's, it's, it's got me hooked very, very deep mm -hmm. and collected. I'm curious to hear, I feel like you're going to read the last page and be like, nah, yeah. Ernie, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Ernie, you did it again. Yeah. <laughs> and so this, this uh, drawing he did of you, what's to come of that? Well, um, after we had a coffee, he said to me, um, do you mind if I use your face and construct uh, paintings for my next gallery show oh that's so you're the subject of I'm his the next subject, gallery yeah <laughs> that's amazing I know. because you went to edinburgh that random day that random day sat on that random park yep. bench 
and talked to Annie. Something makes me think it's nothing's that random. Very serendipitous. Yeah, no kidding. Right yeah. place at the right time. Right place, yeah, yeah, totally. It, it goes back to you feeling lost and feeling like if you're in the right place or not, should yeah. you have gone on that trip and what a confirmation of that guy going, hey, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> someone was here last year, <laughs> yeah. exactly one year ago, and hey, can I draw you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can I draw you? Yeah, and he said um, he got my physical address uh, mm -hmm. in New Zealand and he's going to send me a print of the masterpieces that he Oh, that's amazing. Created. You'll ah. have to send it to me. I'll put them on yeah. the uh, Hostel Homies blog yes. and uh, Instagram, everything like that, so yeah. people can see what, uh, what Ernie's drawings and sketches and paintings look like. Yes. Featuring Emma. Oh, that'd be, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Emma from New Zealand. Yes, yes. Oh, that's so cool. Has anything like this happened to you outside of travel? Like when you're when you're in New Zealand, do you feel like you've had these serendipitous moments, these crazy coincidences, or has this mostly started since the traveling? I think it's it's mostly started since the traveling because mm -hmm. I think I was very comfortable in New Zealand yeah. and because I was so far-fetched out of my comfort zone and I needed a sense of homeliness or welcomeness mm -hmm. that made me sit on the park bench so I don't think anything quite like this has ever happened to me. Mm -hmm. You realize when traveling it's such a small world and mm -hmm. people people are kind. Yeah. People know when you feel like you need to be picked up or helped. Yes, or, they can sense when you're lost. That's right, they yeah. sense when you're lost. Yeah. yeah. Well, you said something to me when we first met at the hostel. We met at the hostel in Belfast Global Village? Yeah, Global Village. Yes, yeah, which yeah. is where you're working now. That's, um, yeah, volunteering there. Uh, you said this, this thing that really stood out to me, which is uh, certain people, when you meet them, can make you feel like you're at home. Yeah. And I thought that was super beautiful because I felt during this trip like I've known people in Ireland. Yeah. Even though I haven't really. But you've known them for the, all of your life. Yeah, yeah. And, and even just in general, like I, I went up to Belly Castle and mm. I went, oh, I can always go back to Belfast, like where I, and I don't really know. I know a few people just yeah. from uh, this past week. Yeah. It's strange how that, that sense of, of feeling at home or feeling a little bit comfortable and how far a nice gesture goes to make uh, someone feel that much better. Totally. It doesn't always have to be someone uh, painting you for your art gallery. No. <laughs> but it can be someone saying, hey, do you want to have a tea? Or like, yeah. hey, do you want to hang out or something? Or any anything. Or see a show or yeah. see some music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy to see how far that goes. Yeah. yeah. And how, how a little tiny gesture could make someone's day. Which is why I'm going to start going around with a pen and paper and draw everyone I meet. <laughs> And I'll just pretend to be an artist. <laughs> it's like, is it cool if I draw you? They're, they look me up like, you don't do art. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> just every person I meet, I'm like, yeah, a yeah. year ago, I saw someone who was just like you. <laughs> this question I ask everyone, and it's funny that we're sitting, we're sitting on a stump mm. in the, are, are we in the botanical, botanic park? I think, yeah, we are. In Queen's University, it's gorgeous here. You can, you can hear the, uh, it's been very <laughs> the peaceful. <lawnmower>. The lawnmower is <laughs> now coming by. It was too, the sound was too good. The, the guy with the lawnmower is like, oh, we gotta fuck that. We're yeah. gonna go. <laughs> uh, but I, I always ask mm. where, where in the world do you think everyone should go? And, uh, you know, it can be, it can be a city, it can be a town, or it can be as specific as like a park bench you once sat on or a, or a stump you once sat on in a, a place around the world. Mm -hmm. I think personally sitting somewhere where the wind is in your hair, whether that be like a park bench, a cliff face, mm -hmm. um, looking over the sea, 
I think connecting with nature, you connect a little bit more with yourself. Yeah. Have you felt like you've gotten that in, in the UK in general? Well, I think scenery can go so far. Mm -hmm. Like a, you, can, you can sit in a four-walled space and go completely mad. Mm -hmm. And just having the wind and having greenery is uh, is priceless. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. So that's why I would I would recommend to be somewhere where you feel connected, anywhere that may be. You're saying it as wind is blowing through your hair, so it's that's perfect. Right. It's perfect yeah. timing. You're like, if you could <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wave in your head. Um, just because we we've only had this perspective once before mm -hmm. of someone who's worked at a hostel. Mm -hmm. um, can you explain the first couple weeks? of working in a hostel, what the experience has been like, the, the ups, the downs, uh, if you'd recommend it or not? I think hostels are fabulous. Mm -hmm. I think uh, working in a hostel, you have mm -hmm. to have extroverted qualities. Yep, in order to survive even. Yeah. yeah, just because if you work in a hostel and you're very introverted and don't like to meet new people, then it's not, not for you because it's quite social mm -hmm. and if you if you enjoy socialness then volunteer in a hostel because you meet such amazing people and that's how joe and i met yep yep um yeah my favorite way of meeting people yeah and people are so interesting and mm -hmm. and they some stay for five nights some stay for two mm -hmm. even one but even in that short amount of time you can establish a connection a friendship and you never ever feel lonely or isolated because there's a constant upturn of people yeah. which is just it's great and I love it. Do you feel there's a, a redundancy to it? Do you feel like you're having the same conversations with people as they're coming in or do you feel like you're able to dig deeper with with uh, specific people? I think you tend to pick who you talk to. Mm -hmm. If you don't feel a person, if you don't, if the conversation is tiresome then there's always other people but I do feel that yeah, in some ways, mm -hmm. like um, how old are you, how old are you? Where are you from? Mm -hmm. Why are you traveling? The classics, What's your, the yes. classics. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. there there must be some sort of way to interestingly ask. Yes, yes. I've talked about this before in the podcast. Just creating like a coffee table book of like different questions to ask at hostels. Yeah. That that go a little deeper than <laughs> I've never met someone from Toronto. Yeah, I have. <laughs> yes, I have. Yeah, things like that. Yeah. yeah. yeah or yeah. something that you can flip open and that's a damn a conversation yes. started that is not the basics. Any uh what's the future plans with, with travel for you? You're out here for how long? I'm out here and I'm in Belfast for about a month before mm -hmm. I head to uh, Dublin and then Galway and a little bit of the west coast because I'd like to see beaches yes. and connect with the cliffs. Of course, the wind in the hair. <laughs> the wind in the hair. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. But apart from that, I have no no plans, and that's that's just how I'm travelling with with very little plans. It's just very spontaneous and just take it as it comes, which I think is some ways fabulous and yeah. some ways. Some people may need the the constant deadline or yeah, the, the certainty, yeah, right? The yeah. certainty. I like yeah. I like the uncertainty though. I yeah. That's yeah. how you meet those artists. Yes. <laughs> That's how you meet Ernie. That, yeah, and just having time, time yeah. to, and extending if you if you love a place or just time. Emma, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Hostel Homies. <laughs>